Hey guys, I'm Hey Jibon. guys, I'm Andrew. And, and welcome, welcome to, to Gen Z Talks. Z Talks. I'm actually quite nervous because yeah. this is like our first official podcast. I know. I'm so excited though. Um, Jibon, what do we want to talk about? To be <laughs> just ask you that. <laughs> Um, well, I think it's probably fair enough to explain what the podcast is going to be about. And mm-hmm. yeah, I'll let you go ahead with that. Thanks for jumping in on me. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, so this podcast is just us um, talking all things Gen Z from how we met, studying abroad in Korea, terrible first date stories, terrible job interview stories, and just recommending the best Netflix uh, we've been binging so far. Yes. So, Jibran. But how did how we meet, Andrew? I know, to what? Do I owe the pleasure? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, like, we both met officially in, like, SNU, right? In Seoul National University. But, like, what was your, like, Ugh. why did you want to go, like, to that university? Like, why did you want to go to Korea, basically? Well, um, surprise, I'm Korean. But I, <laughs> really? just... I had no idea. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but I went on exchange to Korea. Um, I, know, I wanted to spend time with my grandparents there a bit. And also, yeah. SNU is, like, the top uni there. And, like, I watched Sky Not Castle. To brag, and... Not to brag at all. Yeah, uh, number one prestigious uni that had to go, had to live mm. my Korean drama moment. But um, I don't know, do you think there were many hot guys in Korea? <laughs> I think there were. I think there were very attractive think, people in Korea. I, I think there's a difference. Though. I think they all dress really well. And they're all well presented, but they're not necessarily like good looking. But overall, mm, they you. are. When you talk like, about dress very well, I want to get into that mm. a little bit later on because I have a few things to say about that. How did, how was your applying process? Because I know a lot of people have been asking me like how I, you know, went into SNU and like how I got in. So like, what was the application process like for you? Oh, it was hell. It was, really? I'm not going to swear, when I first year. <laughs> no, it was just so much to do. So I had to get my, one of my law teachers to write a recommendation letter, mm. like tick all these boxes. Like, was I intellectually creative? And did you do that as well? Mine was a little <clears> bit <throat> different. So our university didn't have an agreement set up with SNU. So oh. basically I just knew that I wanted to study there. So because we didn't have any like agreements with any kind of universities in Seoul, we had one outside mm. of Seoul, but not inside. My, um, yeah. do you know what a placement is? Yeah, we have placements, yeah. Yeah, so it's like an internship for, I think, We're American. not an alien country. <laughs> no, I think Americans call it internships. But <laughs> oh, yeah. I was initially meant to do like an internship, um, like a placement year abroad, not a study a year, study year abroad. So, mm-hmm. um, but we didn't have any universities there. So my placement advisor just told me to like contact people, like teachers basically in Seoul universities. And I just literally mm-hmm. went on Google, typed in, universities in Seoul and SNU was the first one I didn't know it was a top university I just thought this is a popular choice and I I just didn't know (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know but I emailed all the professors like about like in psychology in the psychology department and I was just like hey like I would love to do like an internship blah blah blah. and then one of them got back to me and was like yeah like I'd love to set that up and we set it up but then there was visa issues because I wasn't allowed to go there without actually studying so we had to change it into a study abroad and then we Mm. had to change it into like we had to set up, set up an agreement. So that took literally like about, I think, five months. So I didn't actually know if I was going to get in there until like the last month Damn. until I applied for my visa. And I, yeah, got in. It was hell, oh but it was worth it. Definitely. I met you. It was so. worth it. I was just waiting for you to say that. I was like, <laughs> But what was Come it like on, studying there for you? Because you obviously went um, the year yeah. like after, right? When the pandemic hit. I arrived in Korea 1st March, which is when COVID was starting to stir up yeah. around the world. Um, and a lot of my family, friends, and like like my mom and everyone obviously was a bit concerned. They were like, why are you going now? Korea was doing like really well during the pandemic. They were like yeah. containing it pretty well until all of these like cult churches 
fun fact, Korea <laughs> oh, has yeah, a lot of cults. That. It was a big one and they had so many cases and it was spreading like crazy. So everyone's like, why are you going? I have to go. I'm determined. Like, yeah. you have no idea. I started this application in September and it's <laughs> March. Like, oh, wow. getting the dorms. Yeah, like the dorm deposits and all that stuff. It was so much paperwork. And you know how later we had to apply for the alien cards and all that yeah. stuff, the visas? Like, I was like, no, I have to go. Like, I planned this. And it was so worth it. it sounds so cliche, but it was like one of the best times Yeah, I life. always say that to everyone. It was the um, best year of my life. I know. And it was just so good because prior to that, I was working a lot and studying full time. I never mm. had like a break to drink that much. <laughs> and like, <Yeah. laughs> I don't know, just like relax a bit and enjoy that uni life. So the I think Korea for me is like intense. Like I didn't expect it to be that insane, but it, it is. Yeah, just a heads up, thing, you guys like, are going to go to Korea. Like the drinking oh, culture. Oh, prepare, prepare. Prepare your liver. Yeah, is all I'll Prepare. say. Um, but then the study and work culture is insane as well. And that yeah, that really um, creased me out. You know, they would be studying the whole day and then they mm. would start drinking at 10 p.m., drink until 6 a.m., yeah. study, like, repeat, repeat, repeat. So it's like, how do, how does one do that? The mentality is insane. Not me. I, um, I, didn't, I didn't study that much. But um, um, I crammed. I crammed because I had uh, yeah, to study towards the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Javran, how did we meet? Tell us tell everyone how did we meet we me and Hanju met in Cast Town and for those of you who don't know what Cast Town is Cast Town is a bit like if you go to SNU you basically go to Cast Town if you're a foreigner to like kind of drink and kind of like hang, hang out with people and meet new people meet you know the Korean yep. buddies and that's when me and Hanju met and I'm not going to lie I did not like Hanju at first it's not that I didn't like you no no it was I take that back it was more like it was a specific thing you said <laughs> specific phrase I will never forget I can't mention that on the first podcast I just no. thought you were really weird like not weird, weird? you, you never very... said that I did say that I remember telling you that one because you were very drunk basically I don't know if you recall came in late I remember because I was studying well like I had to cram for something like, and I had to catch up so I was oh, drinking right. everyone's drink and right, I right. caught up faster than anyone you caught, else, but... you did more than catch up yep, but yep. um yeah I remember you were very drunk and you were just very you didn't speak which is the weird part for me because what like, do you mean like, speak you were basically doing this thing where you were dancing but you were like smiling at me <laughs> and I didn't I didn't know you Joy so I was just me. kind of like what is this like communicate I didn't do you know what I mean it just felt really awkward no no what you told me was we won't say it in this podcast but you were like oh my god I thought you were a beep <laughs> but you're actually really nice that's yeah what you that's said. another thing that's another thing as well yeah but that was the okay, other so you thing never told me about the weird like, thing you I just did, told I me today told you that. well no the, first the secret's out <laughs> wow sorry I was a beep and weird and weird it so yeah, much better. I'm, I'm <laughs> trying to be less judgy so I apologize wow. for that. But the whole um point of exchange. But anyway, um to those of you who you know are interested in going to Korea, don't be like me, don't be judgy, just meet everyone, say hello yeah. to everyone. Um but yeah, how did you find Cast Town? Like did you go there often? Did I go there often? I lived there. Oh. Um no, because okay, so context, because COVID cancelled a lot of these like official yeah. SNU events, we basically had to make our own like catch ups in a safe way, obviously. Cast Town was just one of our really local areas, just down the dorms where we could all go safely and actually have a bit of a social life. It was just like our go to base. Ajuma there, the lady, she's also really nice. She gave us like free um, rice crackers all the time. Like it wasn't an amazing place. Like the decor there is really like outdated 70s, 80s. Yes, like definitely nothing works, huge tables, but oh, it's homey. I, it's homey. Yeah. Like I, I met yeah. a lot of interesting people there. And 
again yeah. if, if you're a foreigner and you want to go I think Kassan is definitely a good place to meet people um, and just don't be shy just say hello to everyone because that's what I did I got a flashback actually <laughs> so I was from like the spring semester exchange yeah. group and Gibran came one semester before because he did a year exchange mm-hmm. um, so they were kind of like the older ones who already knew how <laughs> SNU worked and all that stuff yeah. and I remember like all about like the Germans and the French and like I think I was the only Aussie there was like one other girl actually um, like we were just like having fun and then you and like a couple other people were like really silent in the back couch <laughs> just like judging and like staring no, okay, at everyone okay like, I just want to defend myself they think Cass Town <laughs> is the shit like <laughs> I, I am very very like socially awkward like I get social anxiety sometimes so like when I don't speak it's just because uh-huh. I'm like I'm too nervous to basically uh-huh. I didn't realize this podcast was just to expose me but um yeah I'm glad you're mm-hmm. enjoying yourself as a as a Korean Australian <clears throat> did you have any like mm-hmm. culture shocks because even though you're Korean like you're still Australian right so yeah so like I kind of sticked out I think from the other Koreans and they were like oh my god you're a foreigner like you dressed different and I think maybe they could just tell I got slut shamed once by just like the store person I think she was just kind of she was kind of concerned about like what I was wearing but it was Mm -hmm. just kind of like a tank top and I think it wasn't as conservative as like most Korean girls my age right, would wear yeah. but it was really weird because it was like summer like 33 degrees and it wasn't anything like provocative or anything it was just kind of like a singlet and then oh. um she's just kind of like exactly? oh because I was like oh can I please try on that skirt like is that okay and she's like yeah yeah like it looks good on you um do you want this cardigan as well and I was like no like it's really hot I'm, like, I'm fine <laughs> thank you and she's yeah. like are you sure you're gonna go out looking like that oh. you don't want to cover up and I was like, ah. Wait, ah. so your Korean is fluent, right? Like, you're practically fluent. Nah. <laughs> okay, yeah. right. So, but like, did do you think that your <clears throat> accent maybe gave it away? Or was it just the way you dress and the way you were? That you I were think like my mannerism, yeah, like how I dress. What about you? Obviously, I, there would be a lot of culture shock. Yeah, Um. it was, for me though, it was kind of like, exciting though like I didn't I liked the fact that I was a foreigner and that I was like different and like you know different to other people <laughs> like I feel like a pick me now but like yeah I, I, I genuinely enjoyed that aspect like yeah. it was a bit annoying sometimes when you kept getting stares but like I think I kind of got used mm. to that I think one time I was actually target of a racism thing I don't know if I told you the story but it was basically when I went to a pharmacy and it was in Hongdae which is like a really like busy place and I went to a pharmacy with my Korean friend, but she was, I think she was browsing or something and I had like a prescription. Mm. I went to give it to him and literally like he was stood there and behind him was a wall that said in English, prescription. So I, you know, handed it to him and he was like, oh, no prescription, like in a kind of broken accent, like a broken English accent. Oh. And then I was like, oh, but the, the sign literally says prescription. And he looked mm. at it and he was like, ah, um, no foreigners. And I was like, oh, okay. And then like, yeah. I just left. Because I didn't really, I didn't compute it. I didn't process it. And then my friend was mm. like, uh, oh, like what happened? And I was like, oh, he said no foreigners. And she was like, oh, no, you, you, he probably didn't have any like in store or in stock. And I was like, no, he didn't even take the paper. Like he didn't check. And she got really angry and she was like, okay, let's go back. Like I'm going to have a talk, like talk with him. But I was just like, no, no, no. Yeah. Like, it's too awkward for me to, you know, just stand there like while someone's shouting so I just kind of left it but that was the only time I think I've actually experienced like racism racism other than that I think it was mm. kind of like kind of okay 
to be honest. I think Koreans definitely like it can go one way or the other. They either like love you and like yeah. really idolize you, like oh you're a foreigner, you speak English, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like you're from the UK, or like they can be quite conservative, like very like monoculture, like yeah. Koreans are the best, very yeah. nationalistic. So it was, it's you have I, to I have dodge some bullets. That I was out in, I was having dinner with two of my friends. And this mm. Korean, like, uh, Ajashi, like, he was quite old. Like, mm. so me and my friend, we were both foreigners. And he was like, oh, my God, like, you're in Korea. Um, we were trying to speak Korean back to him. And he was like, Korea's number one. And then he went over and he, like, got his, like, food. And then he took a picture oh. with it. <laughs> I was like, okay. And he was like, yeah, don't forget Korea's number one. We were like, we won't forget that. And then he, he left. And I was like, wow. Yeah. I mean, it was nice. It was really nice. But not what I'm used to. Yeah, I loved it. Koreans have this like insane nationalistic pride whenever mm-hmm. any sort of like sports game or like, yeah. especially if it's Korea versus Japan. Like, Ooh. oh my God, I, <laughs> I can't, can't even, even I get so in- invested really? into it. I'm like, ah! like I wave my <laughs> Korean flag. But yeah. Japan for all of our listeners who haven't yet been on exchange to Korea, mean, what should they know? <laughs> you mean our listeners are sending me and you and our moms? <laughs> our moms, the four people. <laughs> with my two accounts as well so maybe like six yeah so for those uh, for our parents listening um yeah about exchange I think one thing that's not actually discussed a lot about exchange is especially if you do it for a year I mean I guess it's similar if you do it for you know a semester but for me personally it's kind of making all these like lifelong friends that I didn't expect to make because prior to the exchange I always thought like if you only know someone for like a year you're not that close to them so I don't think you should Mm. be calling them your best friend but after doing that like exchange it's kind of it's changed that outlook has changed I consider you one of my best friends and I've only known you for like well during that time for five months do you know what I mean exactly like you literally see the good and the dirty of each other yeah metaphorically it's kind of like naked (laughs) and it's kind of like you're like a family (laughs) as well like yes that's family. better that's, yeah. that's much better <laughs> um so it's kind of weird leaving all that behind when you you know return home yeah because you, like you're in Australia like all your friends are scattered across the world and it's like you have all these friends but you just can't see them and you can't hang out as much mm. as well at all anymore especially during COVID so I think that's something exactly. that you guys should definitely consider because it is it's kind of depressing in a way like depressing it is and lonely yeah. and you just not in touch because you know people get busy and whatnot but um I think that's definitely one thing to consider what about you yeah I definitely agree I think when I came back to Australia the transition was a little bit mm. hard also because there was like the quarantine during COVID yeah. and stuff but yeah you just feel really sad because you've met so many wonderful people you're so excited like you've actually connected with them and bonded with them in such a short amount of time you've been on trips like literally like amazing but then you're just separated yeah. geographically that's the yeah. problem you know you're in the UK I'm always like I'll visit you and all that stuff but like when yeah. will it actually when happen? will it happen yeah exactly yeah even if I go meet you it'll be like me visiting you but we will never be yeah, like how we were situation. with SNU. Yeah, yeah yeah like yeah being like oh go come meet you downstairs at the dorms or like yeah. that like yeah. routine is gone that's true but yeah I think really other sad. things that people should should you know be concerned about is probably the um getting around in Seoul as well they don't use google maps there. I learned that the hard way guys like they do yeah. not use google maps they use cacao maps I think and naver map naver yeah naver's really big yeah it kind of like <laughs> took me to like go up a mountain yeah. to get to my destination oh. I was like this can't be right so I just asked someone and yeah. she was like oh just come with me on the bus like she was really nice the buses mm. can we talk about the, the buses. buses they will kill you 
I have PTSD. <laughs> Take a warning, <laughs> Korean buses. Like honestly, oh. genuinely terrifying. Um, you if you don't if you don't hold on to anything, your life's ended. I've witnessed so many crashes. Oh my god, just remind me. Um, there's a dorm bus. Literally, so Korean buses, the doors open before the bus actually stops. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you have to like make sure you don't like roll out at the wrong time. Yeah. Girl. Oh bless her. Oh, no. She had a massive cello on her back. Like it was like oh, one of these like no. I've seen arm those straps. As well. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Bu- <laughs> You're psycho. <laughs> the bus stopped. <laughs> oh no. What? That's terrible, man. I feel like I should pause this concert. <laughs> one second, guys. Technical difficulties. So Hanji, you good? Or? <laughs> yeah, um, I've composed myself. Um, <laughs> But yeah, don't end up like that. Yeah, no, um, make sure you hold on to something. Anything. Anything. And yeah. Pray and pray. And pray. <laughs> um, yeah. So for all of our listeners, again, mm-hmm. um, question is: Are Koreans as aesthetic as they seem on Netflix? Is it true? This Tell is us. something I think I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast that I wanted to discuss. Um, in my opinion, I don't think they are as glamorized as they are on obviously the K-dramas because obviously it's not real um mm. but I did notice like a major different difference so when I went to Japan for like two three weeks um in the middle of it like I think January but like pre-COVID I kind of kind of realized that Koreans kind of dress very very similarly to each other have you noticed like, mm-hmm. very, like, and hairstyles dress. and hairs like yeah. hairstyles like, shoes yeah coat, yeah especially like if one coat is trending like the whole country has got it somehow yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That's definitely something I noticed, but I didn't notice this until I went to Japan because in Japan, everyone dresses so differently and so out there. Mm. And for me personally, like, I prefer that kind of style. Whereas Koreans, I feel like dress quite safely. Never like anything completely out there. Like, it's always a safe mm. choice. Well, not always. I mean, I did see, you know, some people like in Hongdae late at night and whatnot, but um, mm. generally, I think it was quite collectively dressed. Koreans place a lot of emphasis on. Uh, appearance but mm. it's like a socially accepted appearance so it's not really looking for uniqueness I think everyone wants to adhere to like this one idealized style like if it's like Park um what what is um obviously for those people who are going what is the dating life what was it like for you anyway when you were there I don't have a lot of stories because I went into exchange when I was in a relationship, but I came oh, out of yeah, exchange. Oh, yeah, I remember, yeah. School. But mm-hmm. I, ha- I did have a lot of friends who used Tinder in Korea and, mm-hmm. like, I would, like, watch them, like, swipe on people <laughs> yeah. and, like, live through them. Um, the guys were all good-looking, but I think it was mostly to do with the fact that they used beauty apps. This is also another thing in Korea. It's very normalised to use, like, Photoshopped beauty cameras or apps and like no one's gonna think that it's like weird or unnatural it's kind of the normal normal. they were just very forward with like what they wanted so their literal names were like fwb (laughs) (laughs) wow okay (laughs) all all the photos would just be like their bdsm like preferences or like i think a lot of people use tinder in korea just for a hookup as well but not everyone this doesn't apply to everyone there are people Mm -hmm. out there who wants genuine relationships but i think it's more use for those other adventures <laughs> yeah and again <laughs> um, there's nothing wrong with that there is a culture there in korea amongst um korean guys where they really want to um know what it's like to be with a foreigner if you know what i mean um in context of a one night stand or things like that mm-hmm. there's an actual phrase that's used it's called riding the white horse i know it's a bit i never so- heard of that before what does it yeah. mean yeah 
you know what it means <laughs> <laughs> like white girls for example so I think see, if you're a white woman like yeah I know it's, it's I'm really not proud of that um, yeah. culture good like, to like <laughs> let just people know like this is kind of like something that you should maybe look out yeah, for yeah exactly so just watch out so Hanju as a Korean do you think it's important for foreigners that are going to go there for you know a semester or for a year to learn the language before they go like just the basics or yeah definitely I think learning the basics will definitely enhance your trip there uh, encourages you to put yourself out there and also engage with people most importantly to be respectful to the older people there there are always like two different types when you learn the language um, it's one's a more casual form and you always have the more formal form as well that you use to address someone um, who's older than you which is really really important you don't want to offend anyone there like you would never say yeah to like an older person working at a restaurant like you'll get slapped in the face um <laughs> no <laughs> literally literally get slapped in the face uh, i'm kidding you know you need to learn things I'm just like thinking, i am i am stupid i just want to i just want to let everyone know now like I'm you got not, slapped in the face i didn't get slapped in the i should have got slapped in the face but i didn't get slapped oh in the face oh my god um so for those, because my accent's terrible, can you tell? Can you tell us the difference between Bian and like the other one, like the former one? Bian No, like Chesamnida. Yeah, that one. Com- there are two. Um, there okay. are two types. Yeah. So Bian is like the the least formal. Like it's basically the equivalent of saying soz, right? Yeah, it's not even Bian here. It's like it's, Bian. Yeah, yeah, like soz. I remember I was. It was my first semester there. My Korean at that point was not very good. And I remember I was like oh. with the buddy system. I remember there was this like Ajishi, like this old man, and he was like walking with his bike, and I was in his way, and I didn't realize. So like I looked at him, and I was like, Ah, Bian, and like, oh. <laughs> yeah, and like he just he looked at me, and he was just kind of like brush. he said something to himself. I didn't know what he said, and my fr- my Korean friend like just slapped me on my arm, and she was like, <laughs> To be fair, I did get hit, and I des- I deserved it, but I didn't know. I was just like, What? I said sorry, and he was like, Not properly, you didn't. But yeah, I think that's definitely one thing you should you remember. Um, and that's yeah. not the that's happened either. <laughs> Again, like first just, semester, I um, yeah. I said to my friends, my friend's friend who I didn't know, who was very like, mm. was like in his thirties, so maybe forties, and she was like calling oh, for no. his attention, but he couldn't hear. So I was like, yeah. And then, <gasps> <laughs> but he he, because uh, like, I'm a foreigner, I kind of got away with it. He started laughing, but like, don't do well, that. It's funny because they know. Yeah. See, I can't get away it. with that. I can't get away yeah, with that because like yeah. I look Korean. Even that's though, true. like, I'm a foreigner. Yeah, I will get punched. They'll be like, start swearing at me. Rightly so. <laughs> start cursing my whole so. family. But um, yeah, I think that's definitely one thing you guys, if you, you know, learn the language before you go to the career, like, just yeah. be aware of the differences. And just be aware that your accent's not probably going to be the best as soon as you go. I remember when I went and I was speaking to the taxi driver and I was trying to say in Korean, like, oh, do you speak English? But he didn't know what I was <laughs> saying. So he was like, just speak in English. And I was like, oh, sorry. <laughs> But like you act again, your accent's not going to be the best. Mine still isn't. So yeah, and like they won't it. judge you for it. Yeah, it's fine. As as yeah, long as you're trying, they think you're fine. cute. Yeah, exactly. I guess. But yeah, I think other things as well though is just like the safety of Korea. Like I've never been somewhere that I felt that mm. safe before. You know, it is really safe, and um, like they have CCTV everywhere with the COVID um, tracking system. They were tracking everyone who mm. had COVID, like times the 
buses that they were on. Like it was just like live tracking as well. So they're really yeah. quick. The cleanliness, <laughs> I think it's very clean. And everything's open oh, 24 hours. Clean. If you live in the UK, everything shuts at like five. So for mm, me, that was same. amazing. That was perfect. Really, oh, Korea's nightlife is amazing. The food, the street food, um, oh, the dabokki, the odeng, the What did you get up to like, at, at night, like past midnight, like with your friends? Like, did you get up to anything fun so, that you wouldn't have like, been able I to think do? I went out. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I went out at like 10. We would have mm-hmm. group drinks or whatever. Yeah. Go to another bar. And then we would start karaoke at like 2 a.m. And oh, sing karaoke. until 6 a.m. That's something I forgot about, you know, karaoke. Yeah, like, it's the best. The best um, thing ever. Best thing yeah, invented. It's pretty cheap as well, like for mm. like four to six hours. Um, and it's like all night. And then at 6 a.m., we would go to Lateria. Really? Yeah, and then we'd have like the shrimp burger. Oh, and then once I was like yeah. really drunk. So I ordered milk <laughs> for my uh-huh. drink. So I got milk, shrimp burger, and like fries or something. It was really weird. <laughs> And then I caught a taxi back to my dorms and I mm. got back around 7 a.m. or something. I would wow. watch the sun come up. Sunrise, on. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. Do you um do you think it's cheaper to live in Korea than it is like Australia or the UK? Because I definitely think so. Yeah, the food and the shopping is quite cheap. The mm-hmm. rent is amazing. So Guys, the, the dorms, rent. The, yeah. Living in um, Seoul. Like the yeah. rent was about, I think it was like two hundred pounds a month. It's like three hundred Australian dollars per month. Yeah. Yeah, and if you live in London, for example, that's two hundred pound a week you're paying for rent. But that was two hundred pound a mm. month in Seoul, and that was amazing. I think right now that I think about it, we had some privileges because it was SNU. Um, because a lot of oh. the domestic students they had to meet a certain GPA or WAM. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you have in the UK, like a grade average to be allowed to apply for the dorms yes so i remember the, that the, i think that was the same for yeah, the foreigners though but i oh, think yeah. it's like harder for the application for the dorms right right like it's, it's like a big privilege for them so yeah yeah we got lucky it was so cheap and the food the dorm foods do you remember it was like three or four dollars per meal Did yeah i think it was two three pounds yeah it was really good yeah it fills you up as well huge serving oh i miss it it was so good i miss it yeah all right jabran i think that ends our first episode how do you think we went? <laughs> I think it went pretty well, to be honest. Um, yeah, I think, I mean, I would love to have more time to discuss a lot more in-depthly. But again, we can do that in a future episode. But how do you think it went for you? Yeah, it didn't go catastrophically. So Yeah, I was good. genuinely expecting my laptop to go in flames, to get hate crimes right now. But no, still alive. Um, exactly. But yeah. <laughs> All right, so, so do you on want to our next episode, yeah, next episode. Hey, you stop, you stop sorry, cutting sorry, off sorry. a woman speaking. I'm speaking. So for our next episode, we're going to talk about how Gibran got fired from his job that he never had. I'm kidding. Sorry, I'm just rubbing. No, you're right. I got fired from a job that I never had. <laughs> it is true. I will go into that next episode. But um, we'll go us, into that. You guys, let us just know what you want us to talk about. Um, if you want us like an, to do an in-depth living in SNU, living in Korea, like more mm. about that, just let us know in the comments or just reach us on Instagram and Twitter. Let us know. Um, yeah. We're very free. We will read everything you send us. <laughs> I am jobless, so I have got nothing but time yeah. on my hands. And yeah, we we're also giving our honest review on um, this softcore porn we've, we've been watching. <laughs> Just to clarify, that was um, the Naked Director show on Netflix, <laughs> <Yeah>. not actual. <laughs> actual show. No, yeah. no, it's, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and but... also maybe some dating horror stories in Korea. I know oh, Hanju's got some. Dating horror stories. Yeah, not just in Korea, but 
Oh, okay, that's going to be interesting. <laughs> but yeah, uh, all right then. All right. So we, we well, let us head know. out? Yeah, let, let's go quickly leave. Thanks, okay. <laughs> How do we end a podcast? If anyone has any ideas, just let us know because yeah, this is let us waffling know. now. This is but what yeah. we have. Yeah. We'll just, <laughs> right. Three, two, one. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>